Hey guys, welcome back to the Pandola Project. This is your host, Matt Pandola, with your Monday motivation. Hello, Matt Pandola. I'm Jake Parker. This is episode 36. Matt, this is the last episode of 2019. How do you feel about that? I'm a little bit sad. Honestly? No, no. I'm actually really proud of this past year. I think we starting this podcast up was a really good thing for us to get going and to do accomplish. I feel like we're accomplished. We've accomplished something. I agree, man. And this is one of my highlights from 2019 was getting this thing off the ground with you. And it started back when we kind of rekindled and started hanging out again. And then you started talking about wanting to do a podcast. And I was honored when you asked me to be your producer for it. Then we were workshopping it and you said, Hey, Jake, why don't you join me and and co-host? And it's just been a blast ever since, man. This is honestly, I can say changed my life just being around, you know, influential people and talking about positive things. My life has changed quite a bit since we started this, man. Are you still honored? Are you sure? Uh, I wouldn't say honored, more like um, <clears throat> just obligated. okay with it. Yeah, obligated. <laughs> obligated to keep this thing going. I guess I'll. I guess I'll do it. I said I. Yeah, would. Yeah, I said I would, and I said I'd see it through. But uh, no, honestly, this has been a great time, and looking forward to 2020, man, because it's only going to continue. I feel like we're helping people, and we wanted to set out doing this to be able to make a difference in expanding our culture. I was at Reno Running Company the other day. Of course, I was over there with Bobby. We're getting some shoes, trying on some apparel, and uh, one of the people over there was telling me that he listens to our podcast all the time and how much he enjoys getting tips from us and Monday motivation, of course, what we're doing now. is, And it was really exciting to actually hear hear that from him so shout out to Noah if Noah's listening but oh he's gonna love that yeah I love I love that he took so much out of this and it makes me feel good about what we're doing yeah me too and I love getting listener emails Matt we've gotten a couple that were like really vulnerable and very heartwarming and I just love that because we're trying to spread something that is positive here and when we get feedback that is also vulnerable it's just really powerful It is powerful, and it does make a difference. I don't think that my life has not always been perfect by any means, but sometimes when we go through these episodes and talk to other people, it makes me more aware of what I have been fortunate to experience and what I do have and what I do share with other people and what they share with me. And man, we're so lucky to be here, living here in this time, in this place. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And there's nothing that puts that into better perspective for me than hearing someone who's got it a lot worse than I do have a much better attitude than I do about things. That really just is a slap to my ego that I desperately need. Yeah, it's like suck it up. Yeah. Realize handle it compared to what? Yeah. You know, but we put that pity party on for ourselves sometimes and now we have more and more experiences where we realize how lucky we are. Which I think is a great topic to talk about today, man, because this is the season for like New Year's resolutions we've talked about in our last couple of episodes. We're all setting new goals for ourselves and I think there's a lot of comparisons going on right now between friends and family members and, oh, well, you're going to run a half marathon. I'm going to run a full marathon. Why don't you join me? And so uh, I worry that people are going to get that dreaded seasonal depression early January and February rolls along and it's cold and cloudy wherever you are. And hopefully we can just stride through that. And that's the point of today's episode. 
Yeah, we get ourselves into these ruts sometimes where we're used to going through the holidays with our families. We're having all of these parties and we have obligations. And before we know it, we've gotten out of our routines even. And January rolls around and now we have to get back into our routines. But it's kind of not so much fun to have to grind it out and get up early and it's dark out and the sun's not up yet, but you are. And that I think is hard about winter, especially if you're here in Reno with us or if you're outside of Reno, you're probably still dealing with the same things. And less sunlight, I think, in general, Jake, makes it a little bit tougher, right? It certainly affects me, man. I notice my mood. I get super grouchy in the winter times. And then if I'm alone, I'll get all bummed out and like, oh, I don't want to do anything, even though I know I should. Yeah, grouchy is a good word. I, that's a friendly way of saying, yeah, right? You're being that person. Yep, that's me. All right, so Jake, how can we avoid being negative or falling into these ruts or feeling depressed even? How can we avoid these things? I think part of it is just changing up our routines and purposely trying new things that puts a spark in our day or gives us some interest. Maybe having a goal that we've never experienced before, something that puts us outside of our comfort zone. So maybe we can take a class and learn how to what? I just took a ceramics class. Did you? It was awesome. Okay. I had no idea all the science that's involved in it, and it was so therapeutic, Matt. I felt so good afterwards. It was the same kind of endorphins you get after a workout. Okay. Honestly, throwing clay, and I, I made horrible little bowls. They're not going to be good for anything, but it was fun. Was Patrick Swayze behind you? Yeah, he was actually you? rubbing my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I paid extra. <laughs> it was a good movie, actually. Ghost. <laughs> Ghost. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so we can try new things, Matt, even if it's not a ceramics class. That's cool. I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But 2020 for me has a lot of change, I think, coming into it. And I have my goals that I have set for myself and certain things that are hopefully going to keep me out of that winter funk. Well, what kind of goals are you talking about, Jake? What is it that you're going to get out of your funk with? My goals right now are involved with learning. I'm trying to soak up as much information in a specific career path that I can, and that's keeping me busy and motivated. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. Don't worry. It has nothing to do with changing this podcast. <laughs> We're still going to do that. I think learning generally, that's always something that's going to challenge us and learning new things, simple as it sounds, it's so important that we're doing that. And with me, I'm working with Bobby. We talked about this on the podcast that's coming up. I think this is what, and then on Wednesday. Yeah, this will be Wednesdays with Bobby McGee. Yeah, man. And so this is going to be part of our expanding the brand, doing some work with Bobby, but also doing some things that are new to me, especially when it comes to, I mean, YouTube, we were talking about how we're going to make these YouTube videos and what equipment we need. And it's not just as simple as push and play on the iPad. Yeah. If you just stick a phone in front of your face, you can do it technically, but it's not going to be good. Right. Now, I already tried doing some of this and it's surprisingly awful. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. And then you look back at it and you realize, oh man, I've got a lot to learn about recording. Oh man, I'm going to listen to Jake. Lighting and all this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally listen to Jake. So. <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, it's such a simple idea that we want to put out some videos so that athletes can understand what we're trying to coach or what we're talking about. And even when we talk about this podcast, when we're, say I might mention do face pull-aparts and somebody's like, well, what is that? Yeah, it's helpful to see it. It's helpful to see it. So sure, we'll put up some videos and show you what we're talking about. And this is so much harder than I realized it's going to be. And I have a new respect for YouTubers out there so do, do I. as well right yeah and and speaking of like we were talking about earlier trying new things matt i auditioned for a movie you and did i did and i didn't get the part i immediately realized as soon as they said action i am not an actor i have no idea what i'm doing here but my point is that just getting out and trying new stuff you're learning with the youtube stuff with video and you're seeing like all of these hidden things that are so complicated about it but that to me is like an exciting challenge I heard you audition for a movie. I just didn't know what kind of movie it was. I didn't either. What kind of movie was it? It turned out to actually be a suspense film. Oh. Yeah, okay. which uh, I don't think is my genre. One of those like student-made films? Was this no. a low-budget kind of... Oh, no, I've... this is a high-budget real movie. Really? Yes, and I was actually working on the set of it this weekend. Oh. Just yesterday. Yeah, I was there until midnight. Ooh. Yeah, it was a brutal night, but it was awesome because I got to see all these different elements of making a movie that I've never been exposed to before, and that was my goal. I just wanted to go and learn. Wow. Yeah, if I okay. could go and do something where I wasn't in the way, I'm in. So are you going to be a, a producer on this? Or? I don't know what the title was. I was the guy that's working the slate, which is like the clicky board where you go, eh, take two, click. Oh. All right. Well, still important. It was an important job, and I felt pretty cool because I got to go scene 29, take two. Yeah. But really, it was a good lesson because when I auditioned for that film, I immediately knew that I didn't belong there. I was honestly, I felt like I was disrespecting actual actors by me even trying to do what they do. But it was cool because it gave me an opportunity to fail forward and still get something out of it because I ended up being invited to work on the crew for this film. I got to learn a whole bunch of interesting stuff just because I decided to take a leap and try something that I had no business doing. I feel like once we put ourselves out there and we try new things, we're never really disappointed that we tried, right? Yeah, I don't feel disappointed at all. I'm I'm elated about the whole experience. And you got to ask yourself, why don't we put ourselves out there more? Why don't we try more things? I, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of that, man. I, I have a fear of failure a lot. I think we all do. I yeah. Mean, I, I think that I fear that I'm going to look silly mm -hmm. or especially if I'm the one who's supposed to have the answers or supposed to be the one in charge, and I'm not really sure about something, so I don't want to try it because I don't want to look silly doing it or I don't want to lose respect. Yeah, but when you have something to lose, you really tend to hold on tight to it, and it's tough because you don't want to have that kind of closed-off mentality, but you also have to be careful because you could lose. Yeah, and you don't always realize how silly it is that you think that way because people aren't that judgmental. They're not paying that much attention to no, you. No, you're not that important to anybody else, and at least not as much as we think we are in our minds. Okay, so we're going to try new things, right, Jake? Yeah. So what new thing are you going to try to do for 2020? All right. First goal for 2020, Matt, is I'm going to teach you how to do YouTube. <laughs> okay. Good luck to both of us. Here we go. 
Oh, that's awful. <laughs> it's a lofty goal. It's, yeah, <laughs> no, and yeah, so I don't know if you would say it's a new thing, but just I've been picking my daughter up on Tuesdays, Thursdays from a martial arts class. We go home, we get some homework done, and she has a bunch of questions for me that I don't know the answers oh, to. Oh, no, that elementary school math. I, I do just think that I would know more, but it's almost like, wow, I learned that so long right, ago. Right, right. And, and you know, at, my teachers were all always telling me, well, you have to learn this because you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket everywhere you go. Well, joke's on you. We do have calculators, so now I don't know how to do math. Right. And so, yeah, no, it's, and it's good, though. It's good that I'm having to almost relearn some of these things. But, yeah, I don't want to give my daughter the wrong answer, so <laughs> I have to actually look things up sometimes and just – Tell her, hey, you know what? I'm not sure. Let's find out what's good. You're I think about. that's fine. And like you were just saying, when you're in a position of leadership and you're supposed to know the answers, well, in math, you can't fake that, man. If you don't know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. So, Jake, I know a lot of listeners are asking, how can I have my best 2020? This is something that we wanted to talk about today. Goal setting as opposed to New Year's resolutions. We've already said we don't really believe in the whole resolution thing. But yeah, go back and listen to our last two episodes. We're both about that very topic, Matt. Yeah, but we do want to have goals and we, we don't want to get overwhelmed though, guys, right? So having these goals in front of us that we know are a little bit uncomfortable. We can reach for these things, but we need to start to create a plan. Even just saying, okay, today I'm going to do 10,000 steps. Sure. And I'm normally at 5,000 steps. I'm just going to do that today. Today. Just what can I do today? Don't worry so much right away about next month or what's going to happen by the end of the year, but what can I just accomplish now? Focus now. This is something that I think can be very powerful if we start to just decide what we can control now. We can't control what happened in the past, and we can't really predict what's going to happen in the future, but we can do something about now. Hey, if I go into the gym on Monday and I'm supposed to go in on Tuesday, but I don't make it, is Wednesday a possibility for me? I didn't have it scheduled, but maybe I can put it in. Or Jake, maybe we could just do a game night with our family. Dude, I love that you just brought up games because I have been getting so back into board games. I love that I have forgotten how my brain works in these scenarios and board games and card games bring that out in such a fun way because I've been a, a tech guy for so long you know video games have been my form of gaming entertainment but board games when you put your phones away I love it you're singing my tune now put the phones away yeah they really get in the way and they're useful tools when used properly but they get in the way for me a lot we just need to spend more time just organically with our families, with our friends. Just put the phones down and spend some real time. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And Matt, I'm noticing a trend here that we're not really talking about super lofty goals, like the things you usually hear around New Year's. Oh, I'm going to lose 20, 30 pounds this year. And you're setting up this end goal at the end of the year. 
And if you don't accomplish that, or if you start to kind of falter along the way, you're going to have a big sense of failure and maybe even regret. We're talking about smaller things here today, Matt. Like my ultimate goal is to end up finding a new career. But what I'm doing about it now is I'm learning. Like I talked about earlier in this episode, I'm not setting myself up for failure if I don't get an awesome new job tomorrow. Oh no, no, what do I do now? No, I'm focusing on my process toward that goal. Yeah, micro steps are so important, and that's really what we're describing here. I think we're talking so much about these smaller goals, Jake, because I know I'm even overwhelmed by hearing what all of these people are telling me what they want to accomplish this year, and I'm just thinking to myself, how are you possibly going to go from zero to a hundred just because it's a new year? Yeah, it's very difficult. Some would say impossible. So don't set yourself up that way. No, but you know, of course there are those stories where it's like, wow, that, I mean, what a year it's, what an accomplishment or what a, what a series of accomplishments. And that can happen. That can happen for all of us. But I think with all of those quote unquote overnight successes, we all know that that's not really how it went down. And there was years of preparation that went into an overnight success, but oh, it was this year that that person accomplished this or got on the map, right? But really we know that it was a long effort in the making to get to that point. And so let's start to really focus on what we can do in small doses and steps to get to that bigger goal. I mean, you say something like, I want to make a lot of money, for example. Oh, yeah. Well, this this gives me or reminds me about a drill we do in the gym, which is five, six, seven. You ask the question five, six, seven times why, right? So why do you want to make a lot of money? This mm-hmm. is something that really comes down to something more intrinsic, right? A legacy that you want to live. And we all want to feel worthy. We all want to feel like we're accomplishing things and we made a difference and it matters that we're living our life. Of course, that's what we want. So ask yourself five, six, seven times or partner up with somebody in your family or a friend of yours, somebody that is equal-minded to you. That you trust. That you trust that you can feed off each other with and give each other some goals or hold each other accountable for those goals, but ask each other that question five, six, seven times, why? Why do you want to accomplish this goal? We normally have pitfalls, goals that never really come into fruition, but I, I think that that in part is just because we're not picking the right goals in the first place. They or at least the right process toward those goals. Yeah, they don't have enough true meaning for us. It sounds good, mm-hmm. but there's not enough value in that goal for us. And it might be for the person next to you, and that's great for them, but don't pick something that you just think people want you to accomplish. Or everybody else is doing it, so I am too. Yeah. And so there's a lot of times good meaning behind people pushing you to accomplish more, but maybe it's not really what you want. Yeah. But you can adapt that into what you want. You can take that energy and, oh, that was a good idea, but I'm going to do it this way. So five, six, seven times you're asking yourself, why do I want this goal? Or better yet, 
have somebody ask you. I think when that actually happens with another person, not only that exchange is more transparent and more vulnerable, but you're also a little bit more accountable to that person and vice versa. And there you go. You Now you have your performance partner. Now you have somebody that you can hold yourself accountable to and vice versa. And I think that when you go through 2020 with that performance partner, you could do, okay, the phone, I don't love the phone, but we're going to text each other and, hey, what did you do today to accomplish this goal? What were your micro steps? Have a journal. We talk about journaling all the time. Make sure that you start rituals that work for you, at least a log a voice memo log might help you more than pen to paper although i love pen to paper myself or just at the very least meeting of the minds jake is something that's always helped me so i meet once a week or maybe it's even just every few weeks i'm meeting with other people who are mentors of mine and i guess i am helping them as well or i'd like to think i am sure So we hold each other accountable for the goals that we have. And at the same time, there's no judgment. What are we trying to accomplish? Is that person that we're listening to or that we're talking to objective about the goals that we're trying to accomplish? So be able to tell your story to somebody that you trust or to a group of people that you trust and will hold you accountable, but give you the honest feedback. Hey, you know what? This is something that you said you were going to do. You're not doing it or you're not doing it at its fullest to the capacity that you said you would. Or sometimes we actually need to hear from other people, hey, you're doing a really good job here. Sometimes I forget that what I'm doing is actually what I said I would do, and I'm being too hard on myself, and I need to actually hear, hey, you know, you're doing all right. I'm guilty of that too, man, and it is nice to get that little reminder. You're like, hey, man, that was actually pretty cool, and you're doing great, and I go, oh, you're right, I am. So this is all just part of your process. We all have a different way of dealing with things, but I do think that when it comes to other performance partners, people who help us along, we can help them along. It's very empowering, and at the same time, because we're holding each other accountable, it's something that we get to play a role in that enables us but also challenges us. And if you'd like to bounce some ideas off of us, we can always be reached at pendolaproject at gmail.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram, Matt. Yeah, man. Remember, every day, not just today, is your chance to go after a new goal. And here's the 2020. Thanks for listening.